Hi, this is the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madge. September marks the official end of beach and pool parties, barbecues, and summer vacations. Yes, that also means that it's back to school time. So for those who are returning to college or who will be living away from your family for the very first time, it can be a little frightening. What do you do if you get injured? What if you get sick? Who will take care of you? Unfortunately, newfound autonomy and independence also means that mom won't be there to cook you that chicken noodle soup and dad won't be there to clean that wound and bandage you up. You need to start taking care of yourself. This is a great milestone into adulthood. So, what can you do to prepare for college? Well, accidents are often without warning and unpredictable. It's always best to prepare ahead of time. So let's find out how to design your own college first aid kit in this episode so that you can take charge of your own health. But before I go on, just a short word for my sponsor that truly makes the House Call Doctor podcast possible. Virtue Labs, a new hair care brand with a vision to give everyone the best hair scientifically possible. Six years ago, a group of bioscientists working in restorative medicine discovered a new protein called alpha-keratin-60-KU, which has the power to completely transform your hair. Alpha-keratin-60-KU is a whole human protein that's identical to the keratin in your own hair so that it can resurface and fill in the cracks from damage to change your hair's quality and appearance forever. And right now, you can find it in Virtue Lab's line of shampoos, conditioners, and styling products. Not to mention... Each formula was created to address specific issues like heat damage, frizz, and thinning hair. That means more bounce, more shine, more strength, and more life for your hair. Having thin yet curly and moderately frizzy hair, finding a hair product that can tame my hair without wearing it down too much has been a challenge. So I have to admit that I may just be hooked on Virtue Hair Products myself for this reason. It's not heavy yet enough to return the bounce to my curls and my thin hair actually feels fuller. Listeners can now try Virtue at 10% off and get free shipping with the code DOCTOR. So visit virtuelabs.com to place your order. It's time to start treating our hair with a little more humanity. It's time for virtue. So back to our podcast. What to stock in your college first aid kit? Well, let's discuss it problem by problem. Number one, the most obvious tools may be those for superficial skin injuries. You were riding your bike across the campus with a helmet, thankfully, when you stumbled over a rock, fell over, and scraped your knee. Or you were cooking an omelet for the very first time and you didn't realize that oil can actually splatter when you least expect it. Or perhaps you spent a little more time gazing at that girl from Chemistry 101 while sitting outside under the September or May summer sun and burned the tip of your nose and cheeks. So here's what you'll need in your kit for minor cuts, scrapes, and burns. Band-aids of varying sizes. Antibiotic ointment. Gauze for larger areas that your band-aids are too small to cover. First aid paper tape to use with the gauze. Ice pack and a small first aid how-to book. Number two, you will be spending time with numerous others in enclosed spaces such as classrooms, study halls, libraries, dorm rooms, and yes, perhaps even those germ-infested dance clubs. So, Get yourself ready for cold and flu season. The first step is to acquire the knowledge to understand the differences between viruses and bacteria. This is very important because viruses are often self-resolving like a common cold and flu virus. Bacteria are much less common. 
Read and bookmark these articles, which I'll be leaving the links to on the written article version of this podcast on www.quickanddirtytips.com website. That's quickanddirtytips.com website. If you need a refresher later on, you can refer to it. Here are the names of those articles and podcasts that I've previously written. What's the difference between the cold and flu? Five tips to treat the common cold. What is the flu virus? When is a sinus infection really serious? And antibiotic uses and overuse. Having this extra medical knowledge is often sufficient enough to know what to do as your next step to help treat it. Knowledge is power, hence attending college. Next, in order to help battle these often self-resolving viral syndromes, keep yourself stocked with a few cold and flu staples after you clear it with your doctor first, of course. Fever and pain reducers. Acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, and ibuprofen, which is Advil or Motrin, are useful tools to keep around in case of fevers or pain. Decongestants. Ingredients such as phenylephrine, such as in Sudafed, or the stronger pseudoephedrine, such as in Mucinex D, which is actually kept behind the shelves at the pharmacies, not on the shelf, and you'll have to ask the pharmacy for it, will help to open up a stuffy nose. Antihistamines. So to put a stop to a runny nose due to a cold or allergies, this is what you'll need. Diphenhydramine, which is Benadryl, lasts a few hours only. It's more potent, but it causes drowsiness. Cetirizine, which is Zyrtec, Loratadine, which is Claritin, and Fexofenadine, which is Allegra. These are all also over-the-counter, and they last about 24 hours. They do not cause drowsiness, although they may be a little bit less potent. Cough reducers. I go through a pack of cough drops at the very least every time I'm struck with a virus. They help soothe the sore throat and or calm a cough. Cough syrups may also help, especially with that nighttime hack. You also want to keep antacids in there. For those of you susceptible to heartburn or acid reflux, make sure to take some Tums or the stronger Renitidine, which is Zantac, for that morning after hangover or that all-nighter caffeine study fest that also gnaws at your tummy. And lastly, a thermometer. If you suspect a fever, it may be useful to keep one of these around. Number three aches and pains. So you decided to wear your new four-inch designer heels across campus and your feet are regretting it immensely. Or perhaps all that tapping on your iPad keyboard has wreaked havoc on your wrists. Or maybe that new dance course you just thought would be an easy A has done a big number on your thighs. Either way, aches and pains will inevitably strike you at some point in the next few years. So what to do? Here's what you may want to consider keeping in your first aid kit. Pain reducers. Again, acetaminophen, which works well for most headaches and minor pains. But if there's an inflammatory component to your pain, like muscle strains, period cramps, and overuse injuries like carpal tunnel or tennis elbow, then ibuprofen may actually have that added anti-inflammatory benefit. Take anti-inflammatories with food though, please. Next, make sure to have an ACE bandage in there. Keep a medium-sized ACE wrap in your first aid kit in case you need a quick support band. Ice packs or a heating pad. Ice is useful in the early time period after an injury or when there's swelling. A heating pad is often useful when the ache has persisted past the first few days. Alternatively, there are topical concoctions that incorporate both cold and heat, like the product Icy Hot, for others who benefit from both. 
My motto often is, do what feels good when it comes to this topic. If ice feels better, then use ice. If heat feels better, then use heat. If they both work, then you can rotate the two. Number four, allergic reactions. If you suffer from seasonal allergies, chronic allergies, or you have previously endured an allergic reaction to a food or product, arm yourself with some basic defenses. Hydrocortisone cream. Over-the-counter 1% hydrocortisone cream is useful for skin conditions like bug bites and minor itchy skin reactions. Make sure that you don't use it in areas of thin skin though, like the face and genitals, before asking your doctor because as a side effect, they can thin the skin out even more. And don't use it for longer than two weeks. Next, you'll want to keep some antihistamines in your first aid kit, like diphenhydramine, which is Benadryl. It's essential for allergic reactions. If you know you are allergic to a specific food or product, make sure to keep your first aid kit stocked with this. And lastly, an EpiPen. If you've ever suffered a more serious allergic reaction, your doctor may have already prescribed you a life-saving device called an EpiPen, which you can learn more about from a previous podcast I've done. If you have one, never leave home without it. Be certain that it hasn't expired and that you remind yourself on how to use it once a year. A few more quick and dirty tips. Number one, if you're sexually active, please do not forget safe sex practices. Other than abstinence, only condoms will protect you against sexually transmitted infections. Number two, if you drink alcohol, please only do so with those you trust. Always watch your drink 100% of the time and never ever drink and drive. Number three, if your symptoms are persistent or are concerning in any way, remember to utilize your campus student health center. And there you have it, your first college first aid kit at a glance. Share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. And you can even find me on Pinterest. But please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It doesn't substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. Have a healthy week. <laughs>